Ready to Recycles Plastic is the education and engagement part of the recycling charity Recoup. We provide the link between the consumer and the plastics industry. By working with Recoup members, we will ask your questions directly to the experts and provide you with the recycling facts about plastic products that we all use in our day-to-day -day lives. Our focus is to cut the confusion around plastics recycling. Hello and welcome to Plastics Recycles podcast, Cutting the Confusion. Today I'm being joined by Ellie Brooker, Marketing Manager at Garson Wines, to discuss how brands are taking on responsibility for making packaging easier to recycle and why it's important to them. Garson Wines were a winner in the UK, in the UK Best Recycled Plastic Product Awards. And in case you've never come across them, I'll let Ellie now introduce herself and share a little about what makes Garson Wines just that little bit different from other wines you may see in the supermarket or white cellar. Hello, Ellie. Hi, Amanda. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Um, yes, I'm Ellie. I'm the marketing manager at Garcon Wines. And what we're doing is we're trying to make the wine industry more sustainable through innovating in packaging. Um, and I'm sure we'll go on to explain just what makes our packaging innovative um, as we go on and talk. Um, but we, we do this through making some improvements to the material and to the shape. And I'll leave it for that for now to keep you hanging and wanting more. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so in terms of what makes them, what makes them different, it is, um, the material and the shape. Okay. So the big spoiler today is da, 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 your wine comes in plastic bottles. <laughs> uh, that's a little <laughs> bit strange. And I do like my wine and I'm just wondering, tell us more because I'm a bit worried that it's going to impact on the quality and Why? <laughs> So thanks, Amanda. Yes, I think we often get asked that question. Um, and it's important to highlight that we don't just make um, wine bottles out of plastic. We use 100% recycled PET. It means that we use material which is already in circulation and we put it back to good use so that we limit the creation of new types of plastic. Um, and it's important to highlight that because Using the term plastic as, as a term is just really quite oversimplistic. It groups together a whole variety of different polymers or different materials, um, not all of which are equal when it comes to their recyclability or their end of life. Um, yeah, so be quite moving, difficult to recycle, aren't they? Exactly. And, and that's why we try and differentiate um, by saying that we use recycled PET. Uh, and I, I don't think the, uh, the plastics industry has done itself any favours by having these names like polyethylene, <laughs> seraphitylate. <laughs> I, I'm, um, I work for a company which makes um, a bottle from this material and even I struggle to say the name sometimes. Um, but it, it's just like grouping together something like cars. You, there's so much difference between the latest electric car um, and a really, really old diesel car in terms of their environmental impact um, or, or going to the doctors and saying, look, I've got a pain in my body. <laughs> You don't really give any more information than that when actually the implications of the different types um, are, are so vast and, and different when it comes to recyclability and end of life. So the material which we use is, is PET, recycled PET, um, because of its properties and because of its recyclable nature and how you can use recycled material to make um, the packaging. Um, but to answer your question specifically about the quality of the wine, the material we use doesn't impact the quality of the wine. And I think if you look to other products like your orange juice, 
um, freshly squeezed orange juice from whatever supermarket that often comes in a PET bottle or your punnet of strawberries that's also PET. So it's a food safe material um, which has been used for beverage packaging for ages. It's also been used for, for wine packaging in the past, but um, we're the first people to be using 100% recycled PET for it. And for a bit of wine industry 101, what would impact the, um, the wine inside is oxygen. So the only, so when wine comes into contact with oxygen, um, it oxidates. And that might have an impact on the quality of the wine um, because PET doesn't have as, uh, as great a barrier to, to oxygen as glass would. Uh, but we've got around this by using a special barrier. And it means that the, the wines in our bottles have the quality isn't impacted because the wines um, which we put are designed to be everyday drinking wines. And there is actually some really interesting, some research from a, uh, from a United States university, which said that 90% of wines which are purchased are drunk within two weeks. So the bottles are perfectly suitable for <laughs> every type of wine, which you'll probably get before the weekend and then have finished it by the time the weekend's over. That sounds really good. I really, I didn't realise it was recycled plastic in the bottles as well. So that's really good news. So as long as I drink it within two weeks, I'm good, which with my fridge, it doesn't last that long. So that's good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, that's great. I Thank you. Very long. Most, most, yeah. most people there. Okay, so people have obviously, you know, plastic bottles, recycled plastic bottles, that's great and it's good to know. Um, and we know from mm. previous podcasts that bottles can be recycled so they can just use them and then recycle it, no problem. Um, but the, the big argument we're obviously going to get when we're talking wine is, well, hang on, glass is recyclable. Why bother mm. doing all the plastic bit? Why can't we just use the glass? Yeah, that's that's such a good question. And again, I think a lot of consumers um, maybe struggle to understand why we're, we're moving from a material which is perceived to be super eco-friendly into a material which has had um, quite a bit of pushback in the past couple of years. Um, and I think, again, it's recycled PET, but um, PET, as I will speak to a specific material, um, is just as recyclable as glass. Um, so that's the first point to note is that um, there are so many different ways now um, and innovations in processing the material. So it is it is just as recyclable as glass. But I also think that by focusing on the recyclability of glass, you're massively honing in on the end of life of the product, um, which is damaging because you're not thinking about kind of the production, the transport, how long the supply chain is to get it into your fridges. Um, because you're, you're focusing too much on the end of life. And I think a fact which people, um, it surprises a lot of people, is that the glass bottle is the single largest contributor to wine's carbon footprint. Um, there's been academic studies which show that the bottle itself is the, is the largest contributor, and then you add the secondary packaging, so the cases which they come in, and the transport. And as soon as you have all of those things considered, the carbon footprint just from that can make up 50 to around 70% of, of the product's carbon footprint. Oh, wow. um, and often, I think that's probably the case because plastic pollution is, is awful, don't get me wrong, um, but it's a largely visible problem, whereas carbon emissions in our atmosphere are invisible. So I think we have an issue of out of sight, out of mind. Mm -hmm. where we focus on something which we can really, really see. 
um, which is dangerous because we're living in an era of climate crisis with global warming um, and carbon emissions being at their highest that they've been since pre-industrial levels. So we really need to be doing all which we can to reduce this carbon footprint. And within the wine industry, we're focusing on the hotspot, which is the packaging. And we're doing this by using um, recycled PET. So the main reason which we do use recycled PET is for the reduction of carbon emissions. It takes far less energy to produce a bottle out of virgin PET compared to glass. And then on top of that, it takes far less energy to reduce to produce a bottle out of recycled PET compared to virgin. So you've got all of these energy benefits compounding to massively reduce the amount of carbon emissions in production. And then throughout the product, throughout the bottle of wine, it's, it's been filled. It needs to get to the supermarket so that you can drink it. And the benefit of using recycled PET there is that it's a lot more lightweight. So it again, reduces the energy involved in transporting the product because glass is really, really heavy. And yeah, it just it just is a, mo- a much more carbon efficient way of transporting wine and getting it to the end consumer. And we really need to communicate that to people and to consumers as well, because then we can avoid potential unintended consequences from moving away from a material which is actually a lot more carbon, carbon emission friendly and, and climate friendly. And I saw this in the news. There was an example of um, a brand which has moved from recycled PET content in their packaging to glass and I think it's just such a shame because it's obviously come from them wanting to do good for their consumers but without really taking into account all of the other aspects of the packaging so I'd be interested to see how that how that plays out in terms of the environmental impact when we need to be doing we need to be doing all we can for the climate crisis. Yeah we've seen that with a few other products I mean we had that issue with the egg boxes as well where um, Mm. people were moving away from plastic egg boxes to cardboard egg boxes yeah. because they weren't seen as being recyclable and it's like actually <laughs> yeah but, and then it leads to all these shortages which isn't sustainable in the long run because there needs to be a balance doesn't there you need to kind of it's not a one-size-fits-all approach you need to work out what is the best material to be using for that specific application and then definitely. make sure you're using that material really responsibly closed loop models so that you're ensuring it's being recycled it's made from pre-existing material but otherwise yeah because we only have a finite number of resources we need to make sure that they're allocated and used as best they can be and as sustainably as they can be i know you know we said people said to us before oh you're just saying that because you're plastic people and you're working for plastic industry and we're not we're quite happy to say you know we'll just use the right product in the right place at the right time Mm. and that way at least you know, sometimes we know plastic might not be the right option, but yeah. sometimes it is. <laughs> so, Definitely. Yeah. I think in the wine industry as well, there's such a good example of that when it comes to, so I mentioned how our bottles are ideally used for everyday drinking wines. There's going to be some bottles which really do need to be aged. And for that, glass will, will be superior. Um, there's also a case for the reuse model as well. So in your idyllic vineyards in the south of France, you can have your bottle, go to your local vineyard, fill it up, um, fill it up, rinse it out, use it again. And then you're reusing the packaging, which is great. And I think there's, there's so, there's definitely a place for it, but in terms of the wines, which we think about, which are, and which we drink in the UK, which often come from so far afield, like Australia, from South Africa, um, 
the reuse model for glass there is not always practical because you have to, um, there's some research which shows that you have to reuse a glass bottle 20 times for it to have the same carbon impact as a recycled bottle which has been recycled once. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as you start to take that glass bottle and transport it so that it can be processed and washed out and then reused, you're again, the, the balance between the carbon emissions and energy is just completely outweighed because of how carbon intensive it is. So if that glass bottle isn't recycled 20 times, it's used Not even recycled, yeah, so literally rinsed out and then yeah. oh, just rinsed out reused out. rather than recycled, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot, isn't Indeed. it? Indeed, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is one thing you haven't um, mentioned yet, and um, for people who haven't seen your bottles, Aside from being made from recycled plastic, um, we can't help but notice there's something slightly different about them. Do you want yes, to <laughs> I've been keeping this under wraps. Um, but one of perhaps the most striking thing about the bottle is that they're, they're flat. Um, and by that, I mean, so if you're looking at um, a traditional bottle, which you'll find in the supermarket, they're called Bordeaux bottles. So you, um, you'll look at that straight on, our bottles look very, very similar to that from when you're looking at it. But if you turn the bottle 90 degrees, when you're looking at the side view, it's a very, very slim profile. So um, just for context, it's about four centimeters deep. So that's what I mean by flat. And so and it's about post-box size, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yes, it is about post-box size. Um, they do fit through the letterbox, but I think the... Um, that's just one example of how great the shape innovation is because they can fit through the letterbox, but there's so many more advantages to just being able to Absolutely. fit through the letterbox. Yeah, I was just giving an example um, so that people could visualise it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and wouldn't that be great, having wine through your letterbox? Oh, um, yeah. But no, the, the other benefits um, include, so by being flat, it means that we can fit around... Um, close to double the amount of wine on a pallet, which again goes back to this point about reducing carbon emissions. Um, and then you go into the retailer and then they can fit more um, around double the amount of wine on the shelves. And then once you've bought it in the supermarket, you can fit around double the amount of wine in your fridge, <laughs> which, <laughs> which is ideal. Or if you don't have enough space, then you can fit, um, and it's, they're just a lot more compact. So yeah, so that's that's really why the shape innovation comes to its own throughout the whole supply chain, uh, because it means that you can reduce your carbon emissions from saving that um, that great amount of space. And I think um, just again, there's so much movement in the wine industry of wine that if you're thinking about how you're enjoying wine from Australia in the UK, if you can double the amount of wine you can fit in the same amount of space then you're really really reducing the carbon emissions from transport so that is probably the, the best benefit about um, the bottle I was going to say that it's really just imagining a lorry filled with off the size of crates of 12 bottles of wine yeah that's a good size box and obviously if you can get 24 in that same size that lorry is yeah. going to carry a lot more bottles of wine isn't it so or it an aircraft bringing it over or whatever however it's getting here no that's really good yeah, news yeah and I'm just thinking that's actually really practical because my son is absolutely hopeless when he opens the fridge and they <laughs> roll so knowing that I can put flat bottles of wine in the fridge and they're not going to roll is even better news <laughs> yeah all, all of the advantages <laughs> 
I didn't realise that this interview is making me sound a little like an alcoholic, but um, I do like <laughs> it. I don't have the old glass, but I do like it. Um, okay, so we've, we know that they're made of recycled plastic and we know that they're really good for the carbon footprint and they're really good to transport. Obviously, with glass and um, plastic, plastic has got to be a little bit more resilient, surely. I, I'd say so, yes. And specifically with, um, with PET and RPET, it's very strong and it's, of course, it's shatterproof. We're using glass bottles because they've all, they've been inherited from a bygone, a bygone era when glass was the material which they had available. But that doesn't mean that we should continue using it in the 21st century. And I think it's a very, it's a very valid point because by being shatterproof, if you think about it, as soon, let's say a bottle of wine goes through the supply chain, um, let's say you've actually ordered one to your house and the delivery driver drops that bottle of wine on the floor before it reaches it up you. The drive treads on it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was that, and there was. I, I, in my mind, it's so specific because I'm thinking to this video of this poor delivery man who dropped this whole case of wine oh, no. just as he was arriving at the door, and all of that wine shattered, which of course is a nightmare in terms of cleanup and a nightmare in terms of hazards of glass. But also, as soon as all of that wine shattered. It lost, it's all of the energy gone into growing the grapes, gone into producing the wine, gone into transporting it is completely lost. So you've just wasted all of that energy as well as the wine. Um, mm. So I guess another, another really good benefit of using PET is because it is very, very strong and shatterproof. And it's that combination of the use of the recycled PET and the shape innovation, which means that the bottles are, are just better bottles for where we are in the 21st century. They're better for businesses in terms of um, reducing costs because you can fit the amount, you can fit um, more wine in the same amount of space to reduce your costs. They're far better for, um, for the planet in reducing carbon emissions and they're more convenient for consumers as well. Um, and it's those three things. So for people, planet and profit, which really underline the sustainability benefits of the packaging and make them more sustainable which is what we're ultimately striving to do through what we're doing so i'm assuming these bottles can all easily be recycled in the normal way that we would yes yes so we've actually done some tests with recoup for this as well um, so your services have been super super helpful in enabling us to make sure that the bottles are as recyclable as they can be and the way which we've done this is we've incorporated this principle called recyclability by design, which is essentially how you can maximize the likelihood that the, the likelihood of recycling at the end of the product life. So really thinking about the material choices and the design from the very outset of the design process. Um, so in addition, as you've said, to being made from 100% recycled PET, they're fully easily and widely recyclable after use. And by fully recyclable, I mean that they're recyclable in their entirety. Easily recyclable is because you can just put the bottle, put the, put the screw cap back on, put the bottle in your recycling bin. And it's, it's super easy to do. And I think one of the barriers, which I think we all often encounter when it comes to recycling is the ease of recycling. And I'm sure, and I believe that people are generally good and they want to make it as better and as big impact as they can when it comes to their recycling. Um, I saw how nearly 90% of people in the UK do recycle regularly. So we are trying, but we also need to be able to 
you take the F out of it, then you're going to maximize the chance that it actually happens. And I was, I, t- I love a meal deal. And I was there with my sandwich pack the other day, trying to rip out the film from the, like the cardboard outer. Um, and I work in the industry and I think that I'm like a caring and responsible human when it comes to the environment. But oh my gosh, it's so, it's so fiddly and so much time consuming to do that. But it's, it's obviously it's, it's the good and it's the right thing to do. But if you can maximize and make it as easy as possible without having to split apart anything, then that's far better from a recyclability point of view. And they're widely recyclable because um, PET bottles and recycled PET bottles are collected by 100% of the local authorities in the UK, um, which means that it has the best possible chance of being recycled within the existing infrastructure that we have here in the UK. So yeah, so they they are recyclable. And I think it's super important to have the communication of how recyclable a product is, regardless of whether it's our product or regardless of, of whatever product it is, because by doing so, one of the, one of the biggest um, barriers to recycling is that um, people don't know what can and can't be recycled. And I know, Amanda, you'll know this because I answered your survey, which you sent out of um, all of like, can you recycle your toothpaste? Can you recycle your, all of this? <laughs> And um, I th- it's, it's complex, isn't it? And we, we should be educating ourselves, but we should also, um, the industry and, and people like us, um, us being Garth and Wines, um, can really help to make it as simple as possible. So, for example, we've taken off the tasting notes um, from some of the wines which we've had to be able to put greater recycling messaging on it. We're also on, on the labels. We're also putting some recycling messaging on the cap. Um, I've noticed this a lot, off, a lot more frequently now that a lot of um, a lot of drinks bottles are saying cap on to recycle. Yeah. So, um, so we're we're also doing something similar where we're encouraging people to put the cap on to recycle it. And yeah, I think if if we start to do this and start to see the products and the recycling as a valuable resource rather than waste, then we're fundamentally shifting our mindset relating to materials, which will have a really good impact from a, from a carbon emission perspective as well, because we're starting to, starting to bring things into a closed loop, which ultimately is the goal. Oh, that's great. I just, um, I'm laughing in a way because I'm really pleased because you've given me so many links in that um, segment there. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the um, plastic survey that Ellie referred to is still open, and that is on pledge2recycle.co.uk. You can pop on there, you can find a recycling survey. We're really keen to get everyone's views on that. So if you haven't seen it, haven't done it, please pop along and fill it in for us. So thanks for that hook there, Ellie. And also, um, we've just launched a new edition of the Recyclability by Design Guidelines. Loads of information in there. It helps manufacturers and brands design their packaging to make them more recyclable and in there this time it also includes guidance on coloured PET which is obviously really useful for a lot of people as well so thanks for those little hooks so I can get a couple of plugs in as well (laughs) (laughs) it's only fair in return obviously we've been talking about this lovely wine and we've we know that it's great and well that transports beautifully drinks beautifully but where can we get it Ellie? (laughs) So um, the way we work is that we have 
We work with uh, wine brands who want to put their brands into our bottles. So you can get the brand Bamrock Station in co-op supermarkets across the country. Um, that's a collaboration with this really, really eco-friendly brand. They've done amazing things um, for the wetlands in Australia, which is where their vineyard is. Um, and you can also get the another wine, um, Philip Schofield's wine brand um, on Ocado and on Amazon. So very, very widely available, very easily available. Uh, should anyone want to pop pop one in their basket and see what we're all about when it comes to the bottles. That's brilliant. So thank you ever so much for today, Ellie. I really appreciate you spending the time with us and um, cheers. <laughs> cheers indeed. Thank you, Amanda. <laughs> Lovely. Thanks, Ellie. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining the Cutting Confusion Pledge to Recycle Plastics podcast. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode and hope that you'll tune in next time to learn more about plastics recycling. Until then, bye for now.